0: Welcome to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to be looking at the horse's canter gait in dressage. The canter is probably the trickiest gait for a young horse to master in the confines of a dressage arena as the engagement and balance are still being established. So how do you recognise a good quality canter? What are the most common faults? And how do you correct them? That's what we're going to be looking at in the podcast episode today. So firstly, recognising a quality canter. So the canter is a pace of three beat that should have an uphill, cadence stride followed by a moment of suspension. If the moment of suspension appears only very briefly or worse, if it's missing, the beat then becomes a four time, which is a serious fault and will be heavily penalised in the competitive environment. It should be in the rider's best interest to train the horse to enhance the quality of the pace and the way of going. So take a moment to look at your score sheets after a competition and you will see the phrase quality of canter in the directives column. Now the term quality refers to the regularity and the lightness of the strides, the uphill tendency and the natural ability of the horse to carry himself whilst maintaining active well-placed hind legs. This should result in the horse that is able to maintain rhythm and balance appropriate to their level of development. So, the canter footfalls. So, when the horse is in the right canter lead, the footfall sequence should be as follows. So, the left hind should initiate the stride sequence by touching the ground first. This is followed by the diagonal pair of the right hind leg and the left foreleg, and that is followed by the leading right foreleg. So now let's look at some common faults that are found in the canter. So firstly, strides that are propping onto the forehand. Now this is usually due to the horse becoming out of balance and heaving himself off the shoulders rather than flexing the joints in the hind quarters and placing the hind legs under the body. The rider can help correct this by making frequent prompt transitions from working canter to medium canter while trying not to let the frame become too long. So another fault is that the canter becomes a four beat. And this refers to a canter where the rhythm has become faulty due to a lack of attention to the moment of suspension or because the horse has limited natural scope. Now in the case of the former, sometimes the rider has used too much rein and too little leg or forward seat aids when trying to introduce a more collected frame. Fault number three is that the horse is crooked in the canter so ideally the rider would like the horse to maintain straightness but if the horse has lost suppleness and balance this is harder to achieve as a consequence the horse's shoulders may fall in or out or the hindquarters may come in now sometimes this fault may be initiated by the rider not sitting centrally in the saddle so now let's look at improving the canter So if the horse shows any of the previously discussed faults in the canter, the rider might wish to think about incorporating some of the following exercises to help improve his way of going. So you may want to find sitting trot for a few strides earlier before initiating the canter aid and strike off. Now this avoids any sudden impact of weight on the horse's back as he's working out where to place his legs. Now if the horse props onto the shoulders or assumes a croup high position, try to ride it more forwards using frequent changes of tempo within the canter for example working canter to medium canter. Also ride the canter energetically forwards as this has a very good suppling effect. The increased stepping under effect will contract the back muscles and thus stimulate the activity of the hind legs and roundness of the frame. Now practice making the canter aids more coordinated and subtle. So ride frequent trot to canter transitions. These will help everything. They will encourage the horse to develop engagement and carrying capacity whilst building the all-important quality of the frame. Now conversely you can use canter to trot transitions and then eventually build up to more direct transitions from walk to canter and canter to walk. But make sure the canter strike offs are into the contact and that they are fluent and that the horse allows your balancing half-halts to come through. So to wrap this episode up the rider should train their horse to maintain a clear and expressive moment of suspension in the canter and this enables their horse to transfer its weight back into its supportive well-placed hind legs to achieve a good balance within the pace whether that's in working medium or a more collected canter and for the really high marks in the dressage test, the rider is looking to achieve a quality in the canter which shows a nice height through the front leg and a good shoulder action. So based on these requirements, how would you rate your horse's canter? Let us know in the comments below. Now you can either leave that comment on our blog post, on our YouTube video, or you can find us on one of our other social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.